I think right. I clapped a little early. Yeah, with two claps, we should be all right. Okay. Yeah, okay. they call. You know what they call us. You know. No, I don't know. All right. Oh, well, hello. I didn't see that. I didn't know. God damn it. <laughs> Sort <laughs> <laughs> of beat too long, I think. All right, uh, awesome. <laughs> I'm here, Dava. See you there, Internet. Welcome to Updated Autopsy Report, a podcast from Yotsuben and Friends where we replay the entire Ace Attorney series with longtime fans and newcomers. I'm your host, Ben, and with me today is Desi. Hello. And two good friends of ours, Tiago. Yo. And Rose. Hi. If you're a first time listener, Desi and I are the longtime fans, and Rose and Tiago are the newcomers. We hope that through both of our perspectives as we play through the series, It'll reveal new details and provide interesting commentary for a series that's near and dear to us. Today, we have all played the second case of Ace Attorney Investigations, Miles Edgeworth, called Turnabout Airlines. Uh, this is the second case in the series, but was originally uh, intended to be the first before they realized this was dumping players into the deep end. So instead, they created the tutorial case, which we played last time. Uh, this case is set two days before case one. In Turnabout Airlines, our hero, Miles Edgeworth, is riding iFly Airlines home and enjoying their fancy in-flight bar when turbulence shakes the plane and knocks him out cold. When he awakes, someone else's wallet is on his person, and upon trying to ride the elevator back up to first class... He discovers the body of Ackby Hicks inside. Flight attendant Rhoda Tenero, the narrow road, uh, stumbles upon the scene and assumes Edgeworth is the murderer. Miles must then work through the contradictions of the case, first proving himself innocent of the crime to the crew of the plane, and then proving that Rhoda also couldn't have done it. After landing at the airport and meeting with both Gumshoe and, pause for applause, Francisca von Karma, Yay! dealing with a questionable Borginian art dealer and exploring multiple levels of a enormous plane, Edgeworth finally puts things together and pins the crime on the sleepy second flight attendant, Cammy Meal. However, the mysteries don't end there as it becomes clear that Francisca is working with Interpol to catch an international smuggling ring, and Miles attempts to get some much needed sleep. However, he is called in to help with his next exciting case. A kidnapping. Uh, so this was uh, probably the case that I actually remember in the most focus when I like picture this game in my mind is I remember the airplane case quite a bit. Uh, and maybe that's just because it's so early on, but also it's got big fucking airplane and it's gaudy as hell. <laughs> questionably large airplane it, it's it's so big and i know we gotta have room for quote-unquote gameplay but oh my god this plane has it, two floors that are accessible to passengers and then a third cargo hold accessible only to staff which appears to also be two stories high at least because it's got a flight of stairs in it <laughs> yeah um this Plane reminds me of the plane in Snakes on a Plane featuring Samuel Jackson. Mm -hmm. Have you all seen that film? You know, no. despite paying very close attention to that whole like internet hype train for that thing, which wow, what a microcosm of the internet of the past. Uh, but no, despite all that being and paying attention to every single little piece of marketing that came out for that, I never saw that film. <laughs> uh, Rose, have you seen Snakes on a Plane? 
No. I've not seen snakes <laughs> on a plane. <laughs> All right. So as the only person who here has seen snakes on a plane, this is one of those planes that like it looks like where people did quaaludes. You know what I mean? Like this is one of those lavish fucking CEO planes. Um, right. I really like this <laughs> setting because it's so unlike anything we've ever done in Ace Attorney. Um, we have not done like on a vessel. Like we haven't had like a train mystery. We haven't had a plane mystery. Right. And we have not had a boat. Yeah. Mystery. Why now haven't we is... done a train yet? Because. That'd be, uh, you know what? There's two. There's there's more investigations to come out. Maybe I we'll guess be on a plane you're right. Or a train, <laughs> but we also haven't done a boat, and I do resent that. Um, so this one, I really like the setting. It's very memorable. I can I can close my mind and I can 3D spin the map inside my head. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't. Here's here's the thing: is I did the first part of this case while like. Like, I had just, like, a YouTube video on, and now I can only remember the YouTube video. I've, like, fucking pushed the front part of this (laughs) case out of my mind. That's what happens. (laughs) This has never happened before. Normally I have perfect memory, and I'm never wrong. But, like, I I guess watching a Twitch stream caused it to be shoved out of my frontal lobe, except for the fact that I think Rhoda's kind of neat. I think she's a nice lady who hates her job. And wants to kill every passenger on the plane. Wait, I thought she loved her job and talked about how it was her life and how much she loved it and needed it multiple times. She she has the customer service smile <laughs> in her uh, portrait. You know deep down she's lying. Yeah, fair she enough. Has a tw- she has a twitch in her smile, and that's the twitch of someone who was going to claim a life. But not this life, because she's actually innocent. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, our rando today is Agent I don't remember the last name. Hicks. Ackby remember- Hicks. Yeah. Ackby Hicks. Is that a pun? What is that? Uh, I'm looking at the uh, the like Wikipedia page here for him, and uh, it looks like in Japanese his name is mostly the same. He has Ackby, which may come from the Japanese word for yawn, Akubi. So that uh, could be a reference to the real killer which you know we'll getting into it there uh but um with cami meal uh or hicks this also theorizes may come from hiccup which can mean a minor setback i don't know if i quite buy that one that's so yeah that's tough that's that's kind of where we are with with Ackby hicks so it's he's he's fine i mean he's a murder victim usually he's the murder dead. victims yeah, don't, don't get too much of a of a name pun we don't get to interact with him that often. Exactly. Uh, we bump into him, and that's about it. I appreciate that as soon as someone was like, hey, there's been a murderer on board, and you're the closest person. Did Rhoda arrest me? Did she, like, have the handcuffs? I Yeah, because you get handcuffed is after this. handcuffed to his seat in the first sequence. Yeah. Like, he, Miles gets accused of being the murderer. He gets handcuffed to the chair by the flight attendant who thinks he did it. Um... We got a then... unique sprite for him with his hands behind his back. Cuffed. There you go, Miles fans. Congratulations. <laughs> and now we are introduced to one of the possibly the most uncomfortable characters I've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. are we gonna we should talk about this. Oh also well, let's just get it out of the way. Let, dear listener, I do wanna I also wanna set the scene for you here for me. Um sure. so I I did this entire case on an airplane. I was traveling, and I <laughs> I did this case physically on airplanes. It was not as nice as the airplane depicted, let me tell you. Um, when you told me that this was going to be like a murder on a plane, I imagine a plane that looks like a toothpaste tube that got shoved into the air. Yeah, that's what I was on. My knees hurt. Right. Uh, I, there was turbulence. At least once, however, I did manage to get... A turbulence bump at the same time as there was a turbulence bump on the uh, DS, and that was fun. I felt good about that, and then I felt nauseous about it. If Um, you get turbulence in the game, you get turbulence for real. Yeah, I love that Miles' response to um, turbulence is to faint, because that's what kings do. You faint for ten minutes. (laughs) Uh, So that you can get framed for murder. Yeah, Yeah. well, no, you thought it was, you know... 
and it, anything rumbles vaguely and he just passes the fuck out. Um, but yeah, I was wonders. I was the sleep deprived motherfucker on this airplane. I was method acting with Miles. Uh, um, so yeah, let's talk about this guy because I am glad other people also were uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, so, Mr. LeBlanc. Yeah, Zinc LeBlanc. You are introduced to him first as a loudmouthed, like other passenger on the plane, who shows up and complains. That after, like, Edgeworth first says, like, here's why I couldn't have done it, you know, Rhoda. Here's why I could not have been the murderer. And she's like, well, I guess I'll let you out of the cuffs so that you can investigate, but I'm going to follow you the whole time. And LeBlanc, uh, Mr. LeBlanc shows up and he immediately is like, he's tricking you. How how could you possibly fall for this? Like, don't let the murderer out and about on the plane. Keep him locked up. And, uh, he, yeah, he, he's something. Art. What's up, Rose? He's something. I'll tell you what. <laughs> His art does not paint a very good art depiction of Eastern Europeans. Yeah. Is what I would say. Because, like, let's be real. Virginia is definitely supposed to be, like, one of those fake Eastern European countries. Every right. every media has a fake East, tiny Eastern European country. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but, I and honestly, I wasn't sure what he was supposed to be, like, a racist caricature of like was he supposed to be Romani or was he supposed to be Jewish like I can't either fucking way really bad yeah. I didn't yeah. both bad it's it's really hard to know exactly what was going on here but I don't think it's great <laughs> I don't I, think it's great and he talks about money all the time like yeah buddy time is money this, you know he's this I'm, game has I'm some... selling my art i gotta sell my art you know yeah some questionable they character just designs here they should have just made him french like that would have been, been funny totally... or or, <laughs> or he's selling stolen artifacts british british mm-hmm. yeah easy so um leblanc is that witness who he's the hostile witness and like he's like oh i saw the murder victim go down the th- elevator and you were there, you fuck. And you uh-huh. go like, I will simply destroy you with facts and logic. And then you use your facts and logic against him. And he goes, how could I have been so wrong about timing a simple <laughs> math problem? Uh, I don't like him. Let's hey, time zones are hard, though. I did miss a work meeting. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, yeah, time, they're, they're... T- time zones are hard. I don't like this man. I like you, Rose. You're my friend. Yeah. I don't we, like this man. Yeah, the the last, like, we can mostly leave him in the dust, thankfully, because aside from this one moment and one other one later in the case, he's actually fairly inconsequential to the case. Yeah. Um, and uh, the last thing is also that is not great is they are constantly doing the broken English thing and having him switching back to speaking in Borgenese and then... You know, when he gets super Which angry. Which just uses wingdings. Yeah, they do the wingdings thing just like they did in Apollo Justice. And so, yeah, it's just it's just kind of a messy, it was, rough it was more... caricature. And you're just like, ah, what am I supposed to be feeling about this? But it just doesn't feel Bad. good, unfortunately. Bad is how it I'm felt... feeling about it. It was more digestible in the Apollo Justice case. I can't explain why, but it simply was. Well, and they... that's because nobody was looking like that nobody was looking like that and talking like that because if you looked if you looked at machi and was like that kid's european i would have been like yeah absolutely that's mm-hmm. a european kid uh this man though uncomfortable to point him out i don't want him to be on the plane um yeah. so thankfully other, we leave him yeah. behind after this <laughs> the other passengers of the plane straight up don't matter one of them is scared of flying another one is drunk and a third one's eating steak god i wish that was me the drunk, not the <laughs> steak. I would take both, I was, though. Yeah. Um, you investigate, and eventually, like, another stewardess shows up. Her name is Cammy Meal. So, um, I want I want to share a problem I had, which is, I'm, I'm exhausted, right? So I read her name, and I'm like, oh, Melee. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, so I thought. <laughs> It's a Street Fighter reference. <laughs> it's a it's a fucking Super uh, Smash Brothers reference. Oh, I got over um, it, but I I can't so, unread it like that now. It's too late. Cammy Meal, uh, 
the ultimate stoner GF is in this fucking plane, and she's the only other stewardess. And she's like, hey, Rhoda, you're being called to the front of the plane because you never actually asked the captain for permission to let Miles investigate. I guess I'll take over watching Miles. And Miles is like, I don't give a shit about women, and then moves on. <laughs> okay, <laughs> really Dirty, we need... <laughs> We need to we need to bring up the one quote. I don't know if anybody investigated the uh, flight attendant's did. room before <laughs> before you actually are allowed to go in. And Rhoda says, this door leads to the flight attendant's room. But please understand, it's off limits to unauthorized personnel. And Edgeworth, in blue text, thinking to himself, the room is giving off the scent of women's perfume. One would think that perfume would smell great. However, to me, it simply smells. Not that I have any interest in what lies behind this door. The most like miles, miles. Just they're just leaning into it fully now. Girls are smelly, and I don't like them. Girls are smelly, and they're in the way of my murder investigation. Oh, <laughs> there is a scene where uh, Cammy is like, "Oh, you know, because like, um, Rhoda like likes." likes you miles and he's like i don't know what you're talking about and she's like aren't you keeping an eye on her and he's like of course i am i don't want her to escape genuinely one of the best moments of the case yeah and then cammy is just like shocked she's like excuse me cammy's got her cammy's got her tits out i don't like cammy i i i all right i would be except if it if it wasn't for the tits out i would actually love her design um, it's the two things combined, and also like I don't know. Listen, she's no April May. No, obviously <laughs> she's no April May. She's supposed to be the stoner GF who picks pockets your wallet when you leave the room to order Domino's, and you let her do that because that's what the kind of relationship you guys are in. I now I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um. So Kami Meal, uh, she's apparently hooking up with the captain. Yeah, the captain's whip. Um, <laughs> speaking of whips, yeah, Francisca. Uh-huh. Uh, eventually, the plane touches down, right? And your two best friends show up: Francisca von Karma and Gumshoe. And she tries to arrest you immediately, even though she knows that you didn't do it. Yeah, but she, you were accused, and she goes, "All right, sweet, hell yeah!" I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you. it a shot. And later, we discover, of course. Because she knows that uh, what's his name was an Interpol agent. There's absolutely no reason Miles has killed this guy, and he's totally innocent. Right. She just gives it a spin, anyways. Give it a shot. Maybe it did. What, it is what happened. Yeah. Um, she's like, oh, well, might as well. So like, you debate Rhoda, then you debate LeBlanc, and then you have to debate Francesca. You don't have to debate Gumshoe because he'll do whatever you say at any moment. Um, That's true. I liked. I liked it when you were hanging out with uh, Rhoda Tanera though, and she was like your buddy, and she's always like, I still don't trust you because I think you did it. That's fair. And then when Kemi becomes your buddy, she says nothing because she's totally fucking useless. And or <laughs> she's the killer and doesn't want to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Gumshoe shows up, it's like, hey, hey, Miles, how's it going? I'm just me, Gumshoe. And Miles is like, oh, yes. The, the IQ in the room has dropped a single percentage because you're here now, or some other rude shit he's gonna say. Uh, um, they're both keep getting hit by Francisca so much, it's not as bad in this case. Yeah, but, like, then my other issue shows up, which is I'm getting hit by Francisca a lot. <laughs> and she's not uh, even whipping, like, the actual murder accused. She can't even whip she, Yeah, she just keeps hitting, um, either Miles or Gumshoe. Um, <laughs> there is a is... scene where she's like, uh, Miles, I demand that you, you deal with this flight attendant. And Miles is like, why are you not, can you please do this for me? <laughs> yeah. Can like, you please oh, whip see. her? You're the one managing this investigation. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, listen, cause Cammy's got her tits out and Francisca can't handle that, which I respect. But. I, wait, what are you implying? That she can't look at that? I mean, she can, I guess, if she wants to, but... <laughs> I would like it if she whipped this victim in particular, because I'm tired of being whipped. Um, hmm? We get to go back on the plane, though. Dude, I actually really like this plane. I don't know why. It's very, like... It's a lot better than the uh, redacted airlines plane. <laughs> plane that I was on. The, uh, the plane's really uh, fascinating, because the first half, like, you get the upper 
you know, first class area and then you get the lounge area. Those are like the two areas. You briefly get to see the airport when you land. And then when you get to go back in, you get to see both the uh, staff quarters and then also the cargo hold. And I love the very first scene when you get to go into the cargo hold because you've got everybody standing there staring straight ahead again. I've already said this before, but it's like a monkey island bit. <laughs> they're all yeah. just staring forward as they're standing at the top of this flight of steps and you press A to go to the next bit, bit of dialogue and Gumshoe just fucking books it down the stairs going, wee, look at this big room. <laughs> it's so it's funny. very good. Big room, big room. I so yes, that. you have this huge cargo hold with all of the various art uh, pieces that LeBlanc is uh, shipping. Uh, from Virginia over to the U.S. And uh, we get to do some, like, not like Tetrising, but like figuring out which piece of art was loaded on when so that you can discover and realize that one of them is a forgery, because of course it is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, like the. I'm proud that I was able to do this because uh, I I got no sleep for three days, basically. So the fact that I did this on an airplane with like no guide i was just like here i go <laughs> um i was like wow i'm so smart i'm a genius meanwhile and that's I how was... that's how all ace attorney games should make you feel in the beginning <laughs> the secret is to be really sleep deprived and then just do it uh francisco von karma almost killed me this time around oh in the cargo hold because i couldn't solve one of her puzzles and i was like what do you mean? Obviously, I know how the dude died. It's so obvious. But I don't have the, like, this is the this is the moment in the game where I got, like, really brushed up against the rails of the mechanics. Because, right. like, I found out, ex like, I saw how the dude died. I physically saw it. And then I fucking could not express to the room how he died because I didn't link up the two pieces of the logic. Oh, in the right order. Yeah. Yeah, I had I'm that just, like, problem in, there. in the first half. Where I was like, obviously, you know, Mr. LeBlanc messed up the time zones, but like, I wasn't presenting them in the right, you know, areas, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. So, always my uh, problem, jumping ahead. Too smart for, for Ace Attorney. Sometimes. Yep. Sometimes There not. are these, like, <laughs> puzzles that are introduced, and this is like... It's kind of strange, because we don't have the luxury of, like, being able to... Like, I find that in other Ace Attorney games, I could just save wherever I wanted, and that was fine. But, like, when you save in this game, it specifically says, Oh, you want to save? Alright, you're back at the title screen. And it's like, well, fuck, I didn't want to go back to the title screen. I just want to make a save right Wait. here before... What's up? Does it... Is that not what happens when you save games? Well, when I saved the other Ace Attorney games, they gave me the option to save, and then I just kept going. Oh, that's because yeah, you, you played could, the you newer like version. Save. Oh, you had quick save. Yeah, I've been yeah. quick saving this entire fucking time. Oh, well, we didn't have we that back have in that. the day. <laughs> I know, I don't have it right now. I'm kind of miffed. This I want how, a quick save. This is how I've been doing it the whole time, Tiago. <laughs> Wait, no, the trilogy should let you quick save on nope. my fucking 3DS. Nope. Really? It bumps you back to the title. Yep. yep. But now once you how hit it continue, was, it takes you was. right back to where you saved. Yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty quick. Instant where you saved. Yeah. So, but it, it so but it's one or two extra buttons. Like, oh, presses. I'm about to make a huge decision. I better go back to the title screen for a second. Yeah, that's yeah, kind exactly. of how I I've been doing that. it. I've in fucking the switch. You could just quick save. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> I, I I I didn't realize. Yeah, it's, that a, it's a luxury of like the this. modern version. <laughs> um. So fucking silver uh, spoon Tiago over here. Hey, yeah, I I solved the mysteries just like everyone else. Okay, the fuck, I'm I'm just as much as an investigator as you are, Des. Back in my day, we went back to the fucking title screen. I'm not going back to the it's, fucking it's title screen. Extra, it's an extra button press. Anyway, you were saying Tiago. Uh, yeah, I'm like caught against the guardrails of the game once again because I figured out the problem, but because Miles Edgeworth has to like physically sit there and deduce it out. And I can't leave due to no quick saving. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'll just figure it out or whatever. And I haven't died yet. Thank God. Um, but I feel like that day is coming soon where I die as Miles Edgeworth because it's so much easier to die as him, I guess. 
See, I've been, uh, I've been having such an easier time because the mistake penalty amount has been so low. Like, thank God. Like, I have a they lot let you, of health. They, they want you, like, I feel like they want you to hear their silly dialogue more than the other games where they were like, oh, you, you fucking dumbass, you fucking picked that answer. So stupid. Uh, <laughs> Takes half your health bar. Yeah, Interestingly that, enough, that is true. This... The dialogue is funnier during the mistakes. Yeah, it, the the game actually does have um more bad endings here than any other game previously. Um, they've got a bunch of different unique dialogue for if you fail at different points in the game. Uh, so yeah, you... I imagine that if I failed here, like Rhoda or I would get arrested. Right. Yeah, it changes depending on who's currently the most under suspicion, that sort of thing. Um. But, uh, yeah, I'm trying to see if there were any really creative ones. So, but, um, there's, there's one where Cammy Meal gets away. <laughs> so. She just uh, dips? Yeah, after Hicks's phone is found, if you fail after the phone is found, Meal leaves under the pretense of needing to work another flight and is then never seen or heard from again. Yeah, I uh, mean, if I could get away from that, I'd definitely just be like, Fucking, alright, next plane, I'm just getting off at whatever country I'm at. Right? Like, I'm... Yeah. <laughs> I live no here now. To, I live here now. Um, yeah, Cammy Meal, I do like her as a villain, because, um, I did not think she was gonna be the murderer. Deadass, I was gonna point the finger at either the captain or LeBlanc, <laughs> because I was like, oh, LeBlanc's a Virginian art dealer, and this is a case about smuggling. They kind of faked it's, you out a little bit with the cloth that matches yeah, his the, hat. Like, I, exactly. I was like, wow, this is maybe too obvious. Because, like, he's really annoying. But also, like, I don't want to look at him. I <laughs> put it away. Yeah. I was hoping the captain would get a talk sprite so I could accuse him of murder, but he didn't. Francisca so. just kills him, like, off screen. And you and Gumption <laughs> just hear it and, like, run away. <laughs> Yeah, like uh, a horror movie. It's so <laughs> good. Like, ah! Those are my favorite little gum shoes. So, like, um, at a certain point when like you manage to divert the blame off yourself, like the evidence starts pointing to Rhoda, and this is all like a plan by Camille to get her arrested, so that like it it turns out this entire fucking event was an attempt to blame it all on Rhoda, but due to the turbulence in the air and you being there, you got wrapped up in this, um. I think that this is a really interesting case because there's a lot of moving pieces, but mm. I can also see how this case fits into, like, because, like, you start off this case with, like, Miles Edwards being, like, two days ago on that fateful evening where I investigated the smuggling case. Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well... It's almost like good- every evening for Dedgeworth is fateful. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's... He it sounds like you had a fateful diary. evening, but for me, it was Tuesday. <laughs> That fateful evening once I got written up for a parking ticket. Yeah. I knew then that my day was going to be ruined. Oh, uh, this poor man. Knew my prosecution career was over. Uh, <laughs> on the airplane, like, he's playing chess by himself. And he, yeah. like, cheats. He's, he's definitely replicating the game what about that, that guy? Described. What about that guy with the whole fucking bar at his fucking seat? That's just yeah. me. That, that guy was drunk. He couldn't have been the murderer. <laughs> The guy but with the yeah, stake, the, though, he could the, be the murderer. The chess game that Edgeworth was recreating was absolutely the one from Game 1, Case 5. Yeah. Uh, which is the one that you get to, when you inspect it in Edgeworth's office, uh, It they, they describe it as like, oh, there's uh, a bunch of red pieces and a bunch of blue pieces, and all the red pieces are surrounding the one blue spiky piece, you know, on the chessboard. Uh, I, just, I just really love that this gay. specific... I was gonna say what an incredibly <laughs> heterosexual game. <laughs> <laughs> so like the thing about it though is that like in this particular chess game that he's building on the plane, there's like too many fucking knights, right? Like there's like Roger literally knights. goes, "I don't think this is how it's supposed to work," and he's like, "Shut up, shut up." <laughs> it's like the blue team only has one pawn. There's not even a king, and there's like it's 10 a metaphor, knights. guys. It's a fucking metaphor. I know. Listen, I know. No, that's what Edgeworth um, wants you to think. Fucking Edgeworth, uh, premier perfume hater. Uh, he also, like, Rhonda's suitcase or whatever. Is, that is uh, genuinely preposterous. 
And he just, this, he hates it this so much. Lisa Frank looking ass suitcase that she's it. designed. <laughs> I I feel bad about this because I was genuinely like, Rhoda, it's okay. You don't have to sell yourself out. Like, you should find just, like, better. Uh, also, better $1,200 a flight? She was buying one of those every flight How to make sure that they were... How much does she get paid? I don't know. It's more like, more holy us. shit. It's a luxury <laughs> well, well, Lots luxury of people get sure. paid more than me. But, like, <laughs> damn. Yeah. I don't think... It was think... a different time. I, you're right. The, the, with that airplane, maybe. Like, that airplane also had, like, its own fucking gift shop inside the plane, so... Do you like Mr. iFly? No! You hate hate Mr. iFly. Not, I hate him so much. I here's the thing: is that I'm sitting up in my chair now because I got really corporate mad about mascots. So this specific corporate mascot is like this was made specifically in the mid 2000s, and you can tell that it was made in the mid 2000s because they capitalize on the whole like Apple naming convention of iFly, which are, where it's a lowercase i and a capital F. When everything was like i whatever i run i whatever. i run i piss i die. Like, I died I, piss again. In that order? <laughs> I, in that order. Um, and, like, you could see Miles Edgeworth going, don't people know how to capitalize letters these days? And I was just mm. like, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up, <laughs> he Miles. He didn't even say that, though. He did say that. If you interact with one of the pieces, he does say that. Oh my god, what a what a bastard. <laughs> I This is not something I made up. This is something that he did and I saw. I mean, you're right. I wasn't going to say it's not something he would say, but if he <laughs> says it, I believe you. Uh, the so I, mascot is a little tanuki, though. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a sloth. I mean, I, yeah, I'm looking at the graphic right now. It's a little vague, I will say, but it kind of has like the raccoon style face. I so I was... assumed because of flying that it was a tanuki. I assumed right. it was that a was... sloth because it had to do with um, Cammy Meal, who's very sloth-like. Isn't sure. she holding a sloth, like a stuffed sloth, the entire time? No, it's it's still the the mascot, but he just has longer limbs because it's like a teddy bear. Uh, speaking of things that Cammy has, why why does why does she get bubbles when you start her breakdown sequence? Why does she start blowing bubbles? Did I miss something? You know so when, when you're like sleeping in a cartoon and you have bubbles come out of your nose? Okay. Yeah. I mean, is, like if the that's... Japanese, like the, you know how the mm. Japanese, uh, like what's the word for it? Like the visual shorthand yeah. for somebody who's sleeping is the snot bubble, right? I guess. Yeah. I just thought it was so weird the... that she started blowing bubble. I was like, "Girl, just smoke I... a cigarette. It's okay. It's like the, it's the idea is that she's seventies. You can do it." I think the idea is that she's been faking it this whole time. She's not actually been sleepy. She's been blowing bubbles with, like, her little bubble wand to fake that she is sleepy. I see. And that's what, every single time you've seen her sleeping the whole time, she's just been faking it to get out of answering questions and then blowing bubbles to fake the snot bubble, you know. All right, um, now yeah. see this is why gag. this is why I need friends <laughs> to explain things to me. Now I get I, it. I th- that's my read on it. I could be off base, but that's that how I read my, it. I mean, yeah, that's what I was guessing. That's what I read. Yeah. Are we, are we, <laughs> okay. Well, I didn't all gang up on Rose here. <laughs> Listen, I, you can't, we all got it except for you. <laughs> you cannot. I accept no blame for anything I mess up. Because right. <laughs> I didn't sleep for three days and I was on an airplane. You have a perfectly valid excuse. I was fucked up, everybody. So it's <laughs> not my fault. Um, so like when you have to figure out that uh how the victim died, and it turns out he was pushed off of the top of the staircase in the cargo hold, and the fact that this cargo hold has enough like height to kill a man is insane. Yeah, like. Really, that really makes you think how about big how cargo. big this fucking cargo actually is. That's like three stories. Yeah, that's like a large fucking cargo hole. And then, like, you have to investigate LeBlanc statue after having another argument with him because God, fuck him. Like, apparently, apparently, he has to show up in every goddamn segment of this. Um, and you reveal the statue, and it's like. I don't even know how to describe this statue. It looks like Aztec. I don't know. Yeah, it, it's kind of Aztec-esque. Yeah. And then you have to reveal to LeBlanc that it's a fake, and he fucking dies on the inside, and I'm like, aha, idiot. <laughs> uh-huh. And, and then you find out that, like, oh yeah, Camille can speak Borgenese. She's the translator. 
And it's like, oh, so she forged she forced the documents for this statue. That's yeah. fake. And it's part of the smuggling thing. And Cammy goes, maybe, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she, she does wanna... the boy thing and then like, yeah. fuck it. <laughs> I, I want to bring attention to the moment then uh, in which uh, LeBlanc falls um, because he insists that the police get out of their way so that he can check on his valuables and get them off the plane. And they're like, sorry, the investigation's still going on. And so LeBlanc charges an officer, yep. bounces off of him, tumbles over the banister, oh, right, and this fucking falls. Thing. And he falls over, and he's about to plummet you know, down all the way, all two to three stories or whatever it is, through this, uh, through this cargo hold. But he falls instead on his statue, and it cushions his fall. And then you have to prove, oh, that the statue wasn't here. Guy could have fallen the whole way. That's how... Ackby died. Uh, but when LeBlanc falls, it goes black and white and slow mo. <laughs> and it's like, and then Edgeworth is like, brain blast. And he like goes into logic mode, and you have to piece together, like, oh, LeBlanc, you know, LeBlanc is doing the exact same thing that happened to Ackby, and that's how he died. And it's just so funny to me. I don't know. I really found the whole black and white slow-mo <laughs> bit for you to like piece together that, oh, he fell and hit his head. And yeah. Like, he hit his head so head and, and he died. And while and you died. and Francisco logic that out, Gumshoe was like, hey, should we check on that guy? Is he okay? <laughs> just no, a reminder, as somebody it. who works for a neurologist, that if you get a head injury, you need to go to the fucking doctor. <laughs> yeah, if somebody hits you in the head with a fire extinguisher, you should listen to deaths and go to a doctor. <laughs> what fucking got me is the fact that, like, um, while LeBlanc is falling and you have to deduce this out, I knew as soon as LeBlanc started falling, I was like, oh, you, like, the victim fell to his death. That makes sense. But I have to game gamify this. I need to put the right words in the right slots in order to fucking get this correctly and i'm like oh, there's still God, yeah this... there's still a narrative you have to get through just, a story that just, they're writing i was just sitting there being like obviously i know how he died just let me through you know what i mean like I right. get you're, it. you're shaking the jail bars uh of your minecraft cell that is yeah. not how the saying goes but we'll just leave it at that yeah. I'm, I'm in minecraft jail all the time yeah just, you're shaking, uh, shaking the bars rage, saying, let me out i'm i'm <laughs> still just uh rose in a minecraft jail <laughs> or something um so leblanc falls he's fine we look at the art pieces they're forgeries and then camille cammy brings up the most like most logical argument i've ever seen from a witness all this evidence is circumstantial you need something to actually stick you could get me on the smuggling thing you can't get me for the murder thing right. and adrith is legit like fuck yeah you're right shit <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> and even Francisca's like, alright, time to arrest Rhoda then. And then you're like, wait, what? And it's like, yeah, fucking, I have a fucking, she's got more of a case against her than she does. Um, And then, it, like, she starts to walk away, and then you get to hear the, hold it! And then Adrith is like, I'll find the cell phone that was missing from this guy. And it is at this point that we, I realized that Miles Adrith has no idea how the fuck to use a cell phone. Because when you find the fucking cell phone, there's a camera on it. He goes, wow, a camera lens. Can this take photos, Francisca? And I'm like, my sibling in Christ, if something has a camera lens on it, it makes it re you can deduce the fact that this thing can take a fucking picture. <laughs> I just, I have to deduce. It's a very niche dedu deduction system. It has nothing to do with cameras. I just, listen, if I could look at a statue and deduce that it was put in there after another piece of luggage, or that the statue is fake, it stands to reason I could look at a phone and deduce that if it has a camera lens, this lens must be used for something. Maybe even photos, like a camera. <laughs> and I just, I'm Maybe? just like, come on, Miles, you can't be this inept with technology. What are you, the Dutch? The Dudge. I said the Dudge. I'm sorry, everybody. Changing the group chat name to the Dudge. <laughs> I would have let it go if you hadn't brought it up. I would have just pretended it didn't happen. So Tiago's, as Tiago's like, so I was on a deserted island. Was the Dudge there? 
Oh, we played this. We played this game during the Q and A episode. Who would you bring to your deserted island? Obviously, Nudge. Cammy meal. Uh, she'd kill me. I could just get. I'd I'd go to heaven. Um, You could get killed by a better woman. Who's a better woman to get killed by? Um, most of them. Francisca von Karma is here. Francis of Akama wouldn't murder me because she's too much of a prosecutor goody two-shoes. So she's out. Um, what's that red-haired motherfucker from Case 3? Daisy? Dahlia? Dahlia? <laughs> <laughs> Buddy! Um, <laughs> you, you what? Listen, she would have poisoned me. Like, my, my insides would have been boiled by her. Like, at least fucking Kami had the sense to push me and make my death instant. Like, fucking... <laughs> Fucking she, uh, Dahlia would poison me and cut me up in a little bits. Uh, Edie shoots a guy. That's that's fair. Yeah, but like, oh, she's an occultist. <laughs> she's not, not not the not the fun kind. <laughs> not the fun kind. Yeah. Um, so, Cammy Meal has put the cell phone in Rhoda's locker. So this phone, as as Francisca calls the phone, the rings. You have to run through the plane and get up to the you know, a staff room, and you find the cell phone in Rhoda's locker. And Francisca's like, see? You thought you uh, had it, but, uh... Nope, it was Rhoda all along. Dumbass. She does call me that. Uh, but obviously this was a ploy to uh, frame Rhoda once again. Yes, and it's at this point then that you use the photos on the camera, which... Interestingly enough, like Francisca just like airdrops them from the phone over to her. Despite despite the L C D screen being broken. What I like to imagine is that so- she, <laughs> what I thought was she was gonna do was take out the SIM card and put the SIM card into her phone and then just like view the photos from there. But she like pulls out like a Game Boy link cable or whatever. Right. And fucking transfers them. And it's like, how the fuck it's- did you do that? Is Francesca like secretly become like a techie over the last like couple cases or something? She had to for this case, you know. Yeah, I guess she's been working like, with Interpol. She's got to learn, you know. It, it, her being like technology technologically inept was never a plot point, so I guess yeah, she could know how to do it. I mean, it makes sense. She's like quote unquote, you know, Edward's younger sister so her yeah, knowing she more calls than him kind of thing yeah i i do appreciate that so uh, and then we yeah, get a so, totally innocuous photo seemingly well, a seemingly innocuous photo like this photo looks normal as hell and i can't fucking tell if anything's happening in I, it. and this is the part where you just start clicking random things <laughs> okay so you both had had a just I, uh, a little bit of trouble with this one. I couldn't figure out what was going on. I, d- I, I legitimately just... the so the solution to this puzzle is one of the boxes is uh only ri- like the labels are only in Borjanian, but I couldn't tell <laughs> because I just thought, man, the resolution is bad on this <laughs> screen. Yeah, Honestly, I mean, I, even I, I was like, it took it took me an extra half second, and I had a guide with me, and I was like, wait a minute. I just, I think that's just low resolution. Is that English or not? Oh, okay. I guess it is intended to be Borginian. Deadass, I just clicked on the first fucking box I saw and that was the right one. There you go. I Sometimes you just get lucky. Sometimes you're just right and that's how you solve the problem. <laughs> uh, so yeah, you click the box and it goes, oh, obviously uh, you got the cloth from the Borginian box. And it's like, she brings up a totally valid point, which is, I was a murderer in this, hypothetically. I was a murderer in this situation. What if I just went through the nearest box and grabbed a cloth? It's like, well, if you're a murderer looking for a box of something to use, wouldn't you go for the English bedsheets? And it's like, I guess, but this is also kind of flimsy, dude. I don't know about this one. It's enough to freak her out, so she cracks She breaks and down confesses. and confesses. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Cammy has her breakdown animation in which uh, bubbles fill the screen. <laughs> yeah, she's and... like, like halfway through her like sleeper persona, she um, fucking, she like turns sicko mode and starts blowing bubbles at you, and they're like really aggressive bubble blowing too. Like, she's like <laughs> yeah. aiming for my head, and it's really obnoxious. 
But they, like, pop, like, gunshots. And I'm like, whoa, Jesus. Yeah, she's, like, uh, firing her little bubble gun at you kind of thing. Yeah. It's what is fun. she, a Splatoon character? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's enough to do it. That's enough to do it. She breaks down, and Francisca's like, okay, well, good enough for me. I'll book her. And, uh, they, uh, take Camille, uh, down to the precinct. Uh, Edgeworth and Gumshoe get to talk a little bit. And you, you know, Rhoda says thank you to Edgeworth. You know, thanks for proving me in- innocent. And she's like, please take one of my suitcases as a gift. And he's like, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> through gritted teeth this suitcase um, will appear in the background of his uh office that's some late in some later game that's a rose prediction <laughs> oh and very, uh, then you get to oh go ahead i forgot very funny note complete aside if you investigate his uh uh seat with gumshoe uh he's like has like a law book and gumshoe's like wow you're reading a law book even on a plane and he goes yeah of course and then you open it up and there's a steel samurai manga in there and, oh, that's very good. And Gumshoe was like, "Hey, what's this?" And I fucking Edgeworth is like, "Don't look at that. Don't look at that." Oh, whenever <laughs> given the opportunity to progress the game, I immediately turn around and start investigating every other object. Well, I must have missed it because I usually like go around and click on interest points to see what people say. But I just got the chess piece thing, and I was like, "Oh, okay. I guess that's all there is." Well, no, the chess piece was in the lounge. This was like at his actual seat. I think oh, it was during the. I thought the uh, chess piece was at a seat. I must have gotten them mixed up. Nah, chess piece was in the lounge. You, I'm 3D spinning the model of this area within my mind. Okay. And I can see every single point of interest. Ben just said it's so skeptical. <laughs> <laughs> I was hey, like, okay, okay. Cumberbatch. <laughs> hey, whoa, don't do that to me. Yeah, it's your mind palace. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to my. <laughs> It's more like my mind trailer. Like, it's just a trailer. <laughs> and inside my mind trailer, there's Miles Edgeworth there smoking a pipe going, I don't smoke, and then I leave the mind trailer. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's it. It's over. Um, yeah. Uh, sorry, I had to interrupt with that fact about Miles Edgeworth. What were you saying, Ben? Uh, and then you get to talk to Von Karma. Uh, you talk to Francisca, and you're like, so what are you, what are you doing at Interpol? What are you, what are you doing? And she's like, I can't tell you anything. But uh, she's like, you might meet the agent soon that I'm working with at Interpol. And he's like, what does that mean? She's like, can't tell you that either. Bye. (laughs) It's like, thanks for the cryptic messages, Francisca. And uh, then, yes, you um, to wrap up the case, then it fades to black and Edgeworth gets a phone call at an undisclosed time. and. A man named Ernest Armano, uh, or Ernest Amano, excuse me, uh, calls Edgeworth and says, "Please help! My son's been kidnapped." And uh, uh, presumably, that's the setup for the next case. Is now this Edgeworth is just like about straight up anything else except for kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, is he's just like... straight up getting called by random people, like, "Help me with my son being kidnapped." Help me with like, my I'm a prosecutor. Or... What am I supposed to do? Is this the first time that, like, a case left on a cliffhanger for another case? Because I don't recall this ever happening. Doing the- you mean, like, this little teaser for the next one? Yeah. Uh, I- Hmm, that's a good question. I, know, I feel to, like, like it's happened before, it. but I can't- I yeah. can't pull up an example. I don't recall straight up being introduced to a character from the next case in the case right. I'm in. Yeah. Like, this, this seems like- I remember when that happened, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why? Yeah. Um- I thought it was interesting. I was yeah. like, "All right, fair enough." Uh, uh, did everybody? Uh, did everybody see the uh, cameo characters in the airport? Yeah, like a fucking gunshot. Yeah, that's what we I, all said. Like, a, like a Macaulay Culkin trap. But yeah, I saw it. Like, I saw it after <laughs> it hit me. Uh huh. I guess that's a compliment because it's effective. Uh, do you know who we're talking about, Rose? I saw the lunch. The lunch lady. From uh, well, I think I saw the lunch lady from. No, that was well. It was her company. It, it was company. not her, okay. but it was her company. Yeah, I no, was we're like, talking well, about that's the same lunch company. We're talking about the other character. Sal Manella was sitting by the window. Oh, you know, what? I actually didn't talk to that guy. 
Good. <laughs> I, you, you, I, your, in, your body knew to avoid him. I literally, I tried, and I just kept accidentally clicking on the little kid, and so I said, fuck you, and I left. So, um, if you talk to, if you, like, overhear what he says, he's like, wow, this lunchbox is so deli- so elite, I'm gonna fucking make a new story for this, and Miles Edwards just goes, hmm, a new Steel Samurai, interesting, and then I, walks away. I hate that, that guy was my most hated character from, uh, the first series, so it's good I didn't see him. Isn't he yeah. your most hated character from Ace Attorney ever? So far. My most hated, ter- hated character from Ace Attorney ever so far. That's Valid. fair. I, I can't think of anyone else I hate more. Like, it's definitely him. The doctor? It's, it's Dr. Hottie is the Dr. second Dr. Hottie place. is a close second. The, close they're the second. same character, it's just that one of them speaks late speak, which is slightly mm-hmm. more obnoxious. I, Rose, you can't see me right now, but I'm snapping my finger. Thanks. I am. I. I'm agreeing with you. Yeah. If uh, if Doctor spoke some obnoxious cyber speak language, I'd hate him too. Well, the same amount, I would say. Yeah, I hate them both. I do hate them both extremely. <laughs> Don't get uh, me wrong. So this is the second case in which we've gotten a cameo from another character. Uh, sorry, I just start opening my water bottle. Take a sip. I'm a little thirsty. Uh huh. All right. Take my sip. Uh, this is the second case. And we have our second cameo. The first case was um, that attorney that we always beat at the beginning of the name. What is his name? Ouchie? My, Ouchie? In Winston Payne. Yeah. Winston yeah. Payne. It's Ouchie Payne Winston in English. Japanese. Yeah, it, it, you, yep, you'll, we'll get there with Ouchie. Don't worry. Uh, you're, you're, saw, not, you're not wrong. We saw Winston Payne as our cameo for the first case. And then the second case, we got Salmonella, which is like objectively Hardly. He's just a background. He doesn't even turn around. I mean, Winston Winston fucking doesn't do anything. He just says one line, and then that's it. So, like, a cameo is a cameo. Instantly wrong, and disappears. <laughs> what I'm saying is that a cameo is a cameo, alright? So now yeah. I'm expecting every case to have a cameo, and if it doesn't, I'm writing somebody up. I'm writing okay. up You're a like the kind of person. You sound like the kind of person who gets mad when there's nothing at the end of a Marvel movie. I wish you would beat me over the head rather wow, than say that that's, statement. that's pretty harsh. <laughs> That's the harshest thing you've ever said to me, Dust. <laughs> oh my god. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Listen. Uh, yeah. Uh, this I would say that the Investigations games are... Or at least the first one. We'll find out when we get to two. But at least the first one is more prone to those... What you would might, might call like fan service cameos than other games. So we shall see, won't we? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Apollo Justice was so cameo that the whole game revolved around the cameo. Yeah, well, no, I've been feeling but, like the cameos so far have been extremely like backgroundy and tasteful. So far, no, I've only you, seen like two, but still, Apollo Justice was made for the cameo of one man only, and yeah, then, exactly. Like, he became fifty percent. Whereas these cameos are just like. A one-liner, and then you walk away, and it's also a <laughs> one-liner you can just straight up miss, and that's fine. That's how a cameo should be. Yeah, that's I, I'm okay with cameos as long as they're not like, you know, we don't want another steal Apollo the thunder Justice. of the main character of the yeah. game. Like if his I, name is upon the box. For example, if I talked to Winston Payne, and in this first case, and I didn't know who he was, I'd never known anything, that interaction would still be funny. It would still be funny that this other prosecutor is like, oh, I'll help you, Miles, and Miles is like, of course, I don't know who that is. Like, that would still be hilarious. It's just also, it's funnier if it's Winston Payne, but it's, it's still good, even if you don't know. And that's probably what a cameo should be. Mm Mm-hmm. I think Capcom will do another Apollo Justice game. Uh, yeah. We're all we're all sitting here being like, damn, now we must warn Apollo one more time. Uh, meanwhile, Mouse Hedgeworth is here getting accused of murder on a plane. <laughs> I just, I, again, I gotta go back. He just passes the fuck out. Is this what he normally does on the airplane? Well, like, no. Anytime there's, a, anytime there's, like, an earthquake or something like that, any kind of, like, shaking, yeah. he, like, he like disassociates so much that everything just blanks out. 
Yeah, he he literally fell to the ground unconscious. Like it's if he's tough. he's regularly flying between Europe <laughs> and like California, that's a long flight. That's a long way. Wait, yeah, you're gonna hit counter turbulence a lot. Yeah, and his solution is just I pass out for ten minutes. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> That's what you do? This Normally, is... he's laying back in his chair. You know, hey, okay, he just, you're right. You he's just... taking a nap, basically. Uh, you just pass wait. Why out was quietly. he in the fucking lounge then? Because he, he said reading... he was drinking. Yeah, he was drinking and uh, like reading a newspaper or something. Like I think it's like a throwaway line from Rhonda where she's like, "Oh yeah, I walked past you and you were reading a newspaper or something." And he's like, "Oh yeah, I definitely was. I was super into it." I'm not realizing <laughs> that like, if this is the case, then that means that fucking Miles Edgeworth every time he takes a flight, there's like, I'm gonna say a 25 percent chance he just passes out during the flight from turbulence. That's yeah, that's how he goes those long flights. That's what I was saying. It's like he's taking these like six, eight, you know, hour flights. There's turbulence. It happens. I it's fly like, a lot and I don't care for it. And there is turbulence. I'm now curious as of like what the state of like how much turbulence does the plane regularly get through over a year? And then I want to do math to see like a statistic to see how many times Miles Edgeworth passes out in the span of a year. <laughs> a lot, a lot. I so have listeners somebody... for your your assignment for next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> your, yeah, yeah, your homework is to calculate. Is how to calculate often... the airspeed velocity of a plane. I, and I how travel. Much it I travel regularly with someone who has a phobia of airplanes, and I'm not going to name names, but. This person freaks out every time the plane goes over like a mild speed bump, and buddy, that happens a lot. That like, if it, it's a lot, if a plane leaves Virginia at two a.m. traveling at yeah yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so that was Turnabout Airlines, um, which I think uh, sounded like, uh, despite some minor issues, we all enjoyed that. For the most part. Oh, yeah. yeah. This case, I uh, thought just, this case was just fun. Just the one guy who could have easily not been the way he was. Other than that, great case. Should have yeah. made him French. Uh, so next time, we will uh, jump into the third case. Uh, so that will do it for us this week, folks. You can follow the show on Twitter at AceAttorneyPod to stay up to date on our latest episodes, as well as the YouTube uploads of Desi and I playing through the game. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Yotsaben. Desi, where can people find you? At yes, this is Des on Twitter for all of your. Never mind. No. <laughs> no! <laughs> now we need wow. to know. Damn. No, now, now people are going to be curious. Yeah, now you can call you my Twitter to... and figure out yeah. what the fuck I might have been talking about. You're going to have to follow Des to find out what that means. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, and Tiago. Um. You can follow me at, at Tiago S. Dutra on Twitter, where I don't post a lot right now because I'm I got a new job coming up, so I'm gonna be a little busy. Congrats. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I got a job. It's pretty sweet. Uh, nice. Yeah, that's me. I'm passing the baton. And Rose, I'm taking the baton. You can find me at Traumarts on Twitter, where you can please buy my art. Um, you can also find me at Traumarts on Twitter again and other places. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We hope that you will rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast platform of choice. Apple Podcasts reviews really do help us. Uh, so if you are able Even to if it's give just, us... It's good. Yeah. A, a, a five-star review like really does help us in the rankings and the like algorithm that Apple has and it uh genuinely does help put eyes on us so uh we really appreciate it if you do that uh next episode we will be playing the third case of ace attorney investigations colwyn miles edgeworth titled the kidnapped Thur turnabout we'll see you next time turnabout. bye bye, -bye. <laughs> bye. <laughs> the, du the dudge and the turnabout oh yep, the, the dudge, dudge and the turnabout <laughs>